Welcome to 3 and D, your source for great NBA talk from our spot here in the T dot. My name is Dave Levitt. That's the D. This week's three, we break down the second round of the playoffs in a sort of live recording of us watching the Bucks Celtics game four. Uh, we also dive into the Chris Paul uh, scenario and whether or not this all this stuff is starting to show maybe some cracks in the Phoenix Suns. And then we wrap up on some good talk about Dylan Brooks and the chippiness of the Warriors uh, Grizzly series. That and so much more in our wide ranging conversation. As of course Brandon is is here in the co-host chair, so sit back, relax, and let us walk you through three and more stories from around the association. What's up, Brando? Yo, what's good, bro? What is going on? We are recording this for those who uh, the listeners here. We are we usually do this on Sundays. It's very relaxed. Brandon has a cup of coffee. He's usually working off whatever he did Saturday night. Uh, <laughs> a cool hip guy in the city. Uh, and old man Levitt is just still, you know, in his bathroom. But tonight, tonight it is Monday night. We are like live, sort of watching. I'm, I'm tracking on my phone uh, the Bucks Celtics game. It's a Monday night. How are you, big guy? I'm good. I, I actually got the game on in front of me. Uh, it's currently 54 51 Milwaukee. Yeah, I got Giannis, Giannis just dunked on uh, Al Horford. He gave him a mean look, you know. Just Giannis things. Just doing Giannis things. Giannis doing Giannis and, things. Hey, I'll have you know, I was in bed by 10 o'clock on Saturday night, okay? 10 a.m.? I'll have you know. 10 a.m., big man? I know how, you, I know how, you, young, I know how you young young guys go. Hey, I'm not uh, I'm not uh, with it or cool anymore. <laughs> You're not like, hey, back, back in my day, we used to, we used to tie an onion to the belt. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Simpsons reference for everybody. And, uh, and, did, you, and did you go see a, a, a talkie uh, for, for a nickel? <laughs> a talkie for a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to talk about, we're gonna talk about the, the, those moving pictures uh, at the end here. Because I, I, I know you and I are both, uh, are both big fans of, of uh, certain things that came up. But let, let's stick mm-hmm. to the topic at hand. Let's, let's dive into the NBA playoffs. Um, I had a couple of topics that I sent you, of course, in our, in our text chain. Yeah. Um, so... Originally, I was going to start with playoff reactions, but I actually want to jump to number two. I want to talk about Dylan Brooks in the suspension because he's back tonight. John yeah. Morant is out uh, tonight because of what happened with Jordan Poole and the, and the break the code thing. I want to get into that thing first because that series, I said that series was going to be epic. Uh, I didn't expect the blowout on Saturday night that the uh, uh, the Warriors threw at the, at the Grizz. But so for those of you who don't know, this has been probably the chippiest series, right, Brandon? Absolutely, say? absolutely. This is this is this is this is a this is a battle. This is a full out battle. Yeah. Um, and I'm just going to recap here quickly. Draymond Green uh, was it on Brandon Clark? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Clark, and he gets thrown out. Okay, he gets grab, played grab two the out of game yeah. one. Game two, Dylan Brooks. Mugs, full out mugs. Gary Payton the second, Brandon's favorite player, and mm-hmm. and he goes down hard. Payton's out with an elbow injury. Uh, Brooks is suspended for game three, the last game, and in the last game, John Morant got his knee pulled. I'm going to put that in quotation marks by uh, Jordan Poole, to which uh, now he has an extent uh, hyperextension of his knee and is doubtful for the game tonight. Brandon, what the hell is going on? Look, I think uh, I, I think people are making a bigger deal 
out of things than than should 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 be made. The Draymond play, like yo, that was a flagrant. I don't think it was a flagrant too. It could have been a lot worse, but you know, it, it's the intent. Was the intent there? They said it was. I don't think so. You know, Draymond's just a shit disturber in his own right. But yeah, he was trying to get in their head. Yeah, that the play on uh, by Dylan Brooks on Gary Payton. I, I think that's that's fucking bush league, man. You you never go after a guy like that when he's in the air. He had no, no, no. chance. There was no, no chance of blocking that. So you know, like you just gotta let that one go. Yeah, I mean, the thing that's the thing. So you know, you may get posted. You may gotta be on the you know on the front page of some web pit, uh, site for a day, but who cares? You know what? Like that yeah. was. That was dirty, and uh, it's a shame because I really like Dylan Brooks a lot. But that was a that was a bonehead play. That was a fucking bo- and like I'm watching it. I'm watching it right now. I got the replay going on my computer, and it's it's in real time. It's so egregious. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Like, the slow mo. It looks kind of like as soon as Brooks hits him, he goes, "Oh my god, what did I just do?" Yeah, but in real I- time, it's like. It's it's, no. it's it's bad. It's not, yeah. it's not a good look on, on Dylan Brooks. And I think, you know what, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. We all get our juices going, our competitive spirit going, and you kind of make a mistake. But Yeah, but it's the beginning of the game. Like, they're no, two no. minutes into the game. Yeah, but you, when you look at Dylan Brooks, when you look at that Grizzlies team, that Grizzlies team is, is as good as it is because it plays with the edge that it has. Mm-hmm. Those guys don't take You're no, right. no shit right. from anybody, and they're not afraid to say we don't take no shit from nobody. Yeah. So Dylan and Dylan Brooks is like the embodiment of that spirit, right? Like he is a tough, tough defender. He got beat by a guy who arguably um, is not as good as him, and you know you got your moment. But who cares? Move on. Yeah. You're too important. And the other thing too is, if I'm Taylor Jenkins, um, who got robbed today, by the way, full out <laughs> robbed. Uh, yeah. Today, like, come yeah. on. Come on. We all expected the Suns to be good, so they were good. And Monty Williams gets the coach of the year. It's it's meeting expectations. Yeah, that's exactly. Anyway, Taylor Jenkins is fired up. They're going to be fired up tonight to get him their coach. The the their, you know I don't know if that's pin uh, pinboard material, but anyway, um, I I just think Dylan Brooks. I, I honestly I think Dylan Brooks uh, lost his mind and paid the price for it, and that's fine. But the the, the Jordan Poole thing. I mean, when I looked at it. When I, I saw the first play of it, I was like, oh, he did grab his knee. But then when I looked at it, he, he was just grabbing at the ball. It's just a play. I don't think he was – he wasn't even looking at, 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 at uh, Moran's knee. No. I don't know. What like, do you think? I, I, you know <clears> – sorry, I'm eating some cheese right now. <laughs> That's all right, man. You, you, you young kids with your cheese. <laughs> My stomach's going to uh, pay me back later, but <laughs> let me tell you something. I watched a video um, on on Reddit of a dude, an actual um, a physiotherapist or like a doctor of, of medicine. I forget the guy's name. I'm trying to pull it up just to tell you the guy's name because he does great videos. But again, no free plugs. Um, but yo, he explained that Poole, Jordan Poole was clearly reaching for the ball. And in that split second that you're reaching for the ball – your mind cannot be like, okay, I'm going to grab Jaws' knee and pull. Yeah. It, like, the human brain does not work that fast. No. Right? No, exactly. It's just, it's unfortunate. But, like, you know, I, I don't think that's what caused the injury, eh? No, I, I think, think so. I think it was a couple seconds before that. 
when he made the turn. Yeah, when he made the turn. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. John Morant, we, he missed a bunch this season with all kinds of little ailments. So, you know, like the thing about John, the thing that makes John Morant so spectacular to watch is that he's, a, he's a, this little wiry guy who can do incredible things. But little wiry guys, we've seen it, you know, from Isaiah to um, our guy, even Fred this season. He was not as wiry. He's a little stockier. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The little guys, they get injured. It just happens. Mm-hmm. It was a freak play. And he didn't. And, and again, I wasn't there. My knee wasn't being, no one being pulled. But it didn't even look like he was like, he didn't like wail on it, right? He just, it was literally his arm was coming back. No, his fingertips. His fingertips grazed the guy's patellar. You know what I mean? So like. Yeah, like, you know, like, but again, anything. That, the, the thing about the, the one thing that is like in um, the modern NBA, and I'll say modern in like, I don't mean like the nineties modern. I mean like the like post two thousand, like the last twenty years of the league is. I don't want to say the league soft. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it, there is a little bit of like we always have to game. We always have to have an edge, right? Like Michael yeah. Jordan. You know, I took that shit personally. You know, everybody's trying to get that edge. And you know what, guys? It, okay, if that's what you need, but that doesn't like don't tell me what I saw. Wasn't what I saw. And it's the same thing when the league turns around and does like it's. And the officials are terrible. In the last Boston game, like Marcus Smart was clearly shooting a three, and they didn't call it. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But this listen, is what look, I'm talking I'm... about where they, where they where we see something, and then people are trying to tell us that it's not the thing that we see because they're trying to get an edge or they're trying to defend themselves or whatever. It's just it's annoying. Yeah, and like you know, speaking of physicality, <clears throat> the games you know obviously come a long way with protecting the players and stuff. But I was at. Um... You know, unfortunately, my sister-in-law's father passed away a couple of years ago in the height of COVID. And I just went to a, uh, like, a, they, had, they did a celebration of life for him. Mm. Um, his name was Rob Stewart. He used to play for uh, Team Canada back in the 70s. Uh, 6'10", big man, good shot, you know, um, real physical. And I, I, they used there was a lot of people in from the, like, Ontario Basketball Hall of Fame and that speaking at this thing right and i was i was enraptured by all the speakers because they were talking basketball because he was a big basketball guy right mm. and you know they say like after some games you know even pickup games you just come home covered in bruises and mm. you know welts all over the place and it's like guys would just be so physical and it's like you see today's game and yeah i dave i get what you're saying like you know it's it is a bit uh i don't know I don't know what the right word is. Maybe not laissez-faire, but like just a little bit less physical than it yeah, used. Yeah, look, and I and I'm fine because I like I like seeing guys play, but like, um, as with anything, you know, with the with the with the with the sport, it's it's troublesome to watch that guys are like, like everything, like they react to everything, and it, partly because you know they're taught to sell the call, sell the call, and react yeah. to everything, but like. My goodness, guys! Not everything's an N one. Sometimes the guy just has defense. Yeah, you know that's just what it is. Some yeah. guy is sometimes you know you're. And listen, if you go south of the foul line, south of the free throw line, you expect to get bumped. Just expect it. Mm-hmm. But don't react. Don't flop on the ground. Like I'm sorry, went and, and you know I, I, we're going to talk about my favorite guy, Joel Embiid. Um, Joel Embiid. 
talks about, you know, tells Nick Nick to stop bitching about the calls or starts to, you know, saying fans here, you know, I thought they were good fans until they used the F word. Why are you so sorry? Like, you're dropping F-bombs on the court all the time. You're flopping all the time. You complain about every time you, you go down the paint. Like You, you got to be able to take it as much as you give it. You know what I mean? Well, one, th- yeah, absolutely. But also, like, if you're – that's basket. Like, honestly, that's basketball. You get in the paint. Yeah. And, like, it, it, it really – like, kids emulate what they see in today's game, right? Oh, yes. Like I'm Absolutely. not I'm like I ne I look I don't want to be one to say I never did this or never did that but like I never used to sell call try to sell calls when I play you know what I mean no if I if I fall down somebody fucking shoved me you know what I mean yeah 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 well and the thing but, is you gotta be do you remember I mean again you're I, I joke that you're a young guy but like you're not <laughs> that much younger than I am but when I when when I played in in high school when you played in high school. The whole my coach told me, and I think every coach I've ever had, and, and I taught when I'm coaching, I would uh, say the same thing to my players, which is, you don't you don't get to make the call. You what you have to do is you have to force the issue, right? That doesn't right. mean sell the call. That means take no. You go you play through contact and you make the finish. You play through contact. You make them call, and then you make it so that like you're 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 always in the position offensively to go. You know, now we're getting into the technical stuff, but like you know what I mean. Like you got you yeah. got to. Momentum is what what for the offensive player is what carries you through. Exactly. But if you're if you're waiting to hit, be hit, you know, and half these guys, you know, especially in the first half of games, they're just wait. They're not even really trying to get the shot. They're just trying to get the guy in foul trouble. So they're just going yeah. at him. Yeah. Look, I I tried. <laughs> in uh, what year is it? Twenty two. I think in twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. I was in men's league and I I did a I tried to do a rip through like obviously the guy got the, the defender got his hand in the cookie jar right and I obviously you know I did the rip through and the ref just looked at me and just shook his head I didn't get the call they're not gonna call that in fucking men's league no they're not. <laughs> it's like what do you think this is the NBA yeah yeah also it, it you know if you don't have any like you can do the rip you can do a rip through and and get a call. Um, yeah. If you're if you're clearly making a move to the basket, but if you're not, if you're just whipping through to, to, to like to rotate your body, you're not yeah. getting that call, and you shouldn't, because no. it's not it's not a basketball move, and and he's allowed to make a make a play on the ball. Yeah. Anyway, um, we can go down the the, the fouls trouble. Uh, it, you know what's interesting about the playoffs so far for me, and I'm going to just move out of the that uh, Dylan Brooks situation and, and Memphis because I think that game is going to be another war tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, um, in watching, uh, you know, and I'm watching the score in the Milwaukee game here, and it's 71 65 with four and a half to go. It just seems like Boston, and I'll start here with in, in the East. Boston, they had some mojo going and they hit into a wall. And then Tatum, he just, I don't know, like the last game, especially, I don't know what his, what his stat line is. Oh, it's not too bad. He's got 18 and 10 tonight in 26 minutes. But you got to have more, man. You gotta have more from from Jason Tatum. Last game he had ten points. Ten and points. And Wesley Matthews, I still think Wesley Matthews is wearing uh, his shoes. Like I, Wesley Matthews had zero points and was probably the most one of the most effective bucks on on uh, in the game because he, Yo, he shout, shout out to Wes Matthews for putting in work though, eh? Yeah, right. Like my boy Wes Matthews. You know, again, Wes too Matthews. Much, too, much, too much Wes Matthews slander when he was on Dallas. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Too much slander. Listen, he is not Wes Matthews that he was when he came in the league, where he was explosive, you know, big body guy. But he figured out what he is now. And what he is now is a stopper. Mm-hmm. 
And he could lock down guys. And so when he got to Milwaukee, now that he's in Milwaukee, he is a stopper. Don't ask him to score. He's not that guy anymore. But my goodness, did he shut down. And Jason Tatum was coming into the series. You and I talked about it on this show. He was coming into the series hot. He was looking good. He was looking like that Boston team was looking like, you know, maybe we can ride him all the way out. Yeah. And Did we both, we, said, we mm, both pick Boston, roll, didn't we? Boy. We, bo- we both picked Boston, didn't we? Uh, yeah, I picked Boston in uh, in uh, seven, six, seven. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's not looking too good for that now. Well, you know, again, I I think it was, I think I un, I think I overestimated uh, the impact of losing um, uh, Middleton was. Yeah. Honestly. I don't think, and I think, you know, you go back and you find most prognosticators. Doug would have said, it. oh, Middleton, that's a big loss. Maybe Drew yeah. Holiday can do it, maybe he can't, but I don't know. But Giannis, again, my goodness, he finds another level. He he really is. Like, I do agree that uh, Jokic is the MVP this year, but Christ, Giannis and Jokic flip a coin. Yeah. No, I flip agree. And to be honest, uh, if I want to put up, you know, the numbers and 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 carry a team, Jokic is uh, Jokic there. But if I have one guy who I want to go to the playoffs with, it's Giannis. My goodness, he dominates. Yeah, go out there and win a scene. I, I, I literally, as you said that, he missed a free throw, but <laughs> you know, no, like go out there and and win us a goddamn game. You, you've seen Giannis. He's he's a pit bull, man. Yeah, the, I mean. Uh, there's three and a half. There's three and change left in the uh, in the third. Giannis has 25, 14, three, uh, and only two fouls. Like he's yeah. he's he's unlocked. Because remember, Giannis could always put up numbers. He was always in foul trouble. You didn't know in the fourth quarter coming down the fourth quarter. Maybe you had to sit him for a little longer. You bring mm-hmm. him in at the, like seven minute mark because you have well, to sit him because he's got look, four fouls. Speaking of foul trouble, uh, Jalen Brown has four. They just put him back on the floor, and Grant yeah. Williams just picked up two. In like forty-five seconds. <laughs> uh, Grant Williams. Shout out Perception. to shout out to our, our friends over at the Ringer and uh, Bill Simmons and his love of Grant Williams. You're on you're on that island alone, and uh, you know you can take Grant Williams Island because uh, I'm not there with you. Yeah. Um, I do think though that this Milwaukee team, if they're this good without Middleton, and Middleton comes back at the end of the series or in the conference finals, look out. Yeah. Look out, because this team—I don't know—they're they're like Giannis. Giannis is is showing to us that he is—he's the best. Play, he's the best player on the planet right now. I, I think Giannis just went on a ten-zero run by himself. <laughs> it looks like it. I'm looking at it. It's crazy. Yo, they just showed their version of uh, Jurassic Park. What do they call it? Deer Square or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. Who knows? Fucking get out of here. The Deer District. That's what it is. Deer District. Whack. Listen, Whack. Yeah, well, yeah, no, we were talking about this with uh, watching the Leaf game, and they were doing the same thing down in Tampa. And they're doing the, I'm like, you know what, guys? No, sorry. It started here. It was the Raptors, and it was an organic thing. We just happened to have it. And then, you know, we took it and, and ran with it. And now everybody else, like everybody's doing it. The Ice District in Edmonton is doing it for the Oilers. Get, get out of here. Get your own. Look, I'm also low-key mad because they have more space. <laughs> 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 like, like, yo, like, where, where Jurassic Park is, like, even when the like, um, yeah, yeah, the playoffs was wanting, like, they, there was lots, like, they, they made more. Um, they took up the street, you know, down uh, Bremner, yeah, they took up more of the street, but like, that's not it's not the same as like, you know, 
one well, mass of people. No, but these new arenas are actually building that square purposely. Yeah, yeah. Our thing was an accident just because we had to happen to have condo towers on every corner in the city. And exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, so let's switch to the other leaders in the East, which is Miami and Philly, which is tied at two apiece after Joel Embiid comes back, puts on the Batman mask. Yeah. I'm Joel Embiid. <laughs> and uh, goes, I'm flopping. Like he's he he's doing his thing, which is fine. Go for, you do you, you do you, but but you know who you know who stepped out, and I have to you know, there's been a little bit of slander. You and I talked about him. He was the cheeseburger champ for us. Yeah, I, I know I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I got you. James Harden has showed out the last couple of games. Showed up and showed out. Good Listen, God. Uh, those two games are back in. Uh, they're down. They're back in Philly. So you know he's able. He was able to go to Pat's. Be able to get a couple of couple of uh, sandwiches with the Wiz, and uh, scarf some cheese uh, some cheese steaks, and then uh, off he goes. Maybe get a little water ice, and uh, you know he was happy. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he was he was balling, and I don't. And it's not just his points. Like he was, he looked engaged. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, for the first time in a while, he looked like he was like, I want to be part of this game. Well, he he contributed all over the floor. Thirty-one seven and nine. Like yo. thirty-one seven and nine, and his defense, which is not his strength. Was was enough, you know, that he was he was okay. Yeah, I got I gotta say, and you know, um, it's interesting because I think what's what's happening in that series is that Miami has not. I mean, Miami got the number one seed. They're a gritty team. There, we know that they're built for the playoffs. We know that this, is, but there were they their guys that they rely on. Um, the three guys that they rely on, which are uh, Butler, Lowry. And uh, PJ T- uh, Tucker, who are going to be guys who are d- on the defensive end, are really, really strong. Because mm-hmm. like Tyler Hero, yeah, sure, great, he can score, but he's not a great defender. Tucker no. Robinson didn't even make it off the bench for some reason, which I don't understand. That's brutal. I don't understand that either. Um, and Adebayo is good, but he can't do it all himself. But Lowry, Lowry looks, Lowry looks like all of a sudden his 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 age is caught up with him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he actually looks like he's actual age for once. Yeah, right. Like I know we all knew that he was a bulldog and a, a guy who sacrificed his body, um, but the injury bug is catching up to him. He's you know he's listed as questionable for Game Five. He's is this the end of Kyle Lowry? You know what? Like what, you I know, don't want to write him off because the guy's the, the guy's a legend. No, I'm a big Kyle Lowry fan too. But like yo, when he put up the the goose egg in Game Three, right? Mm. Um. <clears throat> He always in the playoffs. He always follows up with a big game. And where was that? Yeah, no. You know what I mean, so could this be you know the tailing off of his career, possibly? But then again, he might just all shut us up with like a thirty-five piece tomorrow night or something. You know? Yeah, I maybe, but like he played thirty minutes, had six points, three rebounds, seven assists, which is good, and a couple steals. But if you watch the game, and I watched part of it. Um, I have to admit, I didn't watch the whole thing because it was sort of seesawing back and forth, and the finale of winning time was on last night. So I was like, I'm, I got to watch this thing about this the thing about the series, the Lakers series from 40 years ago. I need to. Yeah, see I, we know what happens, but oh yeah, but it's still yeah. I, I watched that episode on lunch this, today. Delicious, so good. Amazing. Um, but it's interesting because, um, you know, like I, I, it didn't look like Kyle Lowry. Like he played thirty minutes, which is decent, and and in Miami, you know, but like he didn't look like himself. He didn't look dialed in. He didn't look. 
And then he had that quad or whatever it was, the injury. And I was like, mm, I don't know. I, I'll never count him out, and I never will uh, think that he is anything but, you know, uh, a champion and and, 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 uh, and the greatest Raptor and all those things. But I just, I don't know. Something, something didn't look good. Yeah. You know? I, 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 you know what the, the Toronto Raptor fan in me, I cannot count Kalari out ever. But we got we got to be honest with ourselves. Like, is this is this really a good luck to, you know, still play him, you know, forty something minutes a game? Yeah, and listen, he's 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 there, but he's yeah, just just something to watch for that. My, you know, it's funny because guards get old, um, kind of like avocados. They're great, they're great, and then oh wait, what, what? I turn around and then they're they're old, right? Yeah, small, but, small hey, look, look, you could say the same thing about him in twenty. 15, 2016, 2017, 2018. You know what I mean? He really yeah. stunk it up in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. That that alarm was just an alarm to remind me to uh, to do something that I'm not going to go do. So there we go. Um, <laughs> Take the chicken yeah. out of the oven. Uh, oh, no. Uh, there was something in the oven, but, the, you know, the missus has it now. So here's the thing. Um. I want to go out west. I want to talk about. We already talked about the John Morant series, so I guess we'll wrap it up the the playoff talk with um with our guy uh out in Phoenix, Chris Paul. Chris Paul got abused by the referees yesterday, just full out garbage calls left mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. left to right. And then he actually his family got abused in the stands. Did you see this? That's uh, it's completely uncalled for. It's disgusting behavior. I heard. I don't know specifically what happened. Do you? Yeah. So I was okay. Get, follow, enlighten me. Enlighten me. Yeah, I, re- I was reading up on it, and I'll, I'll let everyone know maybe who didn't follow this along on Twitter um, and stuff. But um, that's a really great reporter, and I will give a free plug to him because he doesn't have anything. He doesn't make any money other than his salary. Uh, Dave McMenamin, who is an ESPN reporter who's mostly based out of LA, but is covers the playoffs, and so he's he, he's always with the, like the number one teams. Or whatever. He's he's close with like LeBron and Chris Paul and that crew, right? So he's got some inside inside look. And he was saying that the uh, he had a really good thing on Twitter, a pretty good thread about it. What happened was Chris Paul had brought his mom and his wife and and kids out to Phoenix to celebrate Mother's Day, or sorry, to Dallas to celebrate Mother's Day, you know, be out there watching play and all those things. So they're in there, they're in the court and somewhere a young guy, like, I don't think this guy's even 25. Like it was young guy. No, I saw a video. He looked like he was like 18. Yeah. Yeah. Shoved Chris Paul's mom and bumped into his wife. Come on. Shoved his mom. Come on. Yeah. Shoved an old ass, like an old lady. Like it's his mother. She's in her like 60s. What do you do and put your hands? First of all, what are you doing putting your hands on anybody? Second of all, why are you putting your hands on a on a sixty year old lady when you look like you're eighteen, nineteen, whatever he is, punk? I, I look. I saw the vid of him getting escorted out. But, I didn't so, know. I didn't know he actually shoved Chris Paul's mom, bro. That's yeah, cool. yeah. He pushed. Now, the one report out of Dallas um, said that um, it was sort of like they were all jostling, and he happened to just sort of come over, like you know, like, you, you know, when you're like behind someone and you push from behind mm-hmm. but the 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 mavericks took it seriously enough that they put out a statement and said they there will be cooperating with authorities 
Of should, course. Should that go forward? So, you know, like, you got to keep your fans got it. We talked about this a lot. Like, we talked about when Russell Westbrook got the popcorn dumped on him and Philly and all this stuff, right? Like, you you pay a ticket. These are not zoo animals. We've said this once. We'll say it a million times. This is not This is not okay. Keep your hands to yourself. The, sh- the show is not interactive. No. It's a <laughs> – this is, this is a play – not a uh, not a, a, a screamers experience. Yeah, look, okay? you, yo, listen. If somebody puts their hands on my mom, I'm swinging. I don't give a shit. <laughs> no, well, that's that's the thing. And I'm not trying to be a tough guy neither. I'm just saying, like, yo, listen, it, if anyone puts hands on your mom, I'm going to start swinging. Yeah, damn better, damn better. <laughs> that's how that's how Lamoro goes. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's how we go with you know. This is the borough of scars, and we don't we don't we don't mess with that. No. Nah. So, in all in all seriousness, um, the Phoenix Suns, though, part of that, part of, I think part of the reaction, and I'm not saying he wouldn't react that if he had a great game, but Chris Paul was already like heated and 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 frustrated by that game, um, and I think that he, as he goes, so do the Phoenix Suns, right? Like as he as as his leadership goes, he's he's turned that team around. He's he's you know he's amazing. Mm-hmm. But they look, they look disorganized. They don't look like the Phoenix Suns. And we talked about this last week about the Luca legacy and the Luca magic. And Luca is doing his thing, but Luca has found another thing. And this is where we talked about, you know, Trey Young and all those other things, the comparisons. And the, what he's done though is he's unlocked other guys. When they're raining threes like that, forget it. It's over. Yeah. Dallas, you can't. If Dallas is going to play that level of defense, which is good, not great defense, but they're hitting threes and Luca's getting in the paint and getting foul, getting guys in foul, it's over. Yo, why? Why does Phoenix's defense just allow Luca to walk in and build a house in the paint? <laughs> like, right? I'm not. I'm not joking, bro. This guy. No. This guy walks. Like, I love. I love Doncic as a player. Don't get me wrong, but like, he's not a fast man. No, no, no. He's not. He's a little slippery. I'll give him this. He is slippery, and he knows how to get to his spots. Yeah, and he's big enough that he can bully young. I what I don't understand, you know, Monty Williams, coach of the year. Which again, I'm not knocking Monty Williams. I actually think he's a good coach, and I think he's, you know, yeah. he's good. But he's he's not coach of the year. It's Taylor Jenkins, and if you if you knew anything about basketball, basketball writers, you would know. It's yeah. But the thing about that got me about it is that he's slippery and he can get to his spots because they keep putting smaller guys on him. Why? Yeah. Put Crowder on him, put Bridges on him. That's it. I don't understand why you wouldn't put your best defender on their best player. Right. I mean, there's, I mean, everyone switches, so everyone's going to have their turn. But like, I would have it so that I always had uh, Crowder. And 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 Bridges just what I don't care if they got switched off. Then they you 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 run back and you switch them all back again. Yeah, you know if Reggie Bullock's gonna hit all those threes, then you're gonna have to live and die by Reggie Bullock hitting all those threes. That's fine. Yeah, if Dorian Finney-Smith it ha- goes off, that's fine. You can leave him unchecked if it means you have to throw uh, Crowder, basically Crowder and uh, and and Bridges out of all day. You do it, and then you throw in Cam Johnson. You bring Cam Johnson, and you're like, okay, you know, you, you need a break. Cam Johnson, and those one of those three guys is always on Luca, and you double with a small guy. That's it, it, it's not rocket science. He's no. that's what he does. 
That's what he does. So I don't like uh, to your point. I don't understand why you don't put your best defender on it. I just don't. You know, like <clears throat> we saw it when, uh, you know, they put Kawhi on Giannis. Yeah. In 2019. Yeah. And it worked. Of course, yeah. it's gonna work. Of course, it's gonna work. The mental aspect, you know, even the well, Kawhi had the physical gifts as well, but you know, you 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 put who's known as the best defender on the other team on you, you're going to think twice about doing certain things, right? Well, but, and, and, and and Bridges is fast enough and athletic enough that he will beat Luka to any spot. Yeah, like if Luka Doncic is beating you off the dribbles, you, you, got, pro- you got bigger problems than, you yeah. know, personnel. You got you to gotta make the switch and, you know, get stay in front of the guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And again... I don't. This is the thing. I like DeAndre Ayton a lot, but DeAndre Ayton, you got to become a paint presence, man. You got to become a deterrence. I don't. The, Dallas is not afraid of DeAndre Ayton in the paint. No, there's just not. not. I know everyone was like, "Oh, look at that block he had in the finals." No, he is. He is a, a a below average defender for a big man. He is not. He's not a deterrent. I'm not, would you be afraid of taking it in under your draw? I mean, maybe you and I, but like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're an NBA guy, are you afraid of going at DeAndre Ayton? <laughs> Yeah, well, I was like, yo, well, considering he's like a foot and a half taller than I am. <laughs> and like a decade and a half younger. Yeah, but uh, you know what? If, but other than those two things, yeah. I, I, no, I mean, he's, who's he jumping with? You know what I mean? That's what I mean. Like, he's not, he doesn't, he doesn't Any, scare me. Like, anybody with a little bit of bounce can can rise up and yam it on him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like I like DeAndre as a player. I think he's good. I think he's come along as a defender. Uh, he's certainly a much better rebounder than he was at the beginning of his career because he was. I don't think he knew positioning and how to do that. I think he was trying to do too much, to be honest. But let's if we're if we're looking at DeAndre Ayton, and if I'm Luka Doncic, or if I'm Dorian Finney-Smith, or if I'm uh, Hardaway, or any of those guys on Dallas, I'm like I, I'm six six. I'm six. He's he's six eleven. I. He's only got four or five inches on me. I can I can go at this guy. And again, he's not such a good defender that like like I hate to compare everything to Rudy, Rudy Gobert, um, future Raptor Rudy Gobert. Um, but Rudy Gobert, the reason he's so good defensively is he knows exactly his he's great on his footwork. He's always in position. Whereas Aiden mm-hmm. just looks like he's jumping around trying to you know swat flies. Yeah, I just, I just I, watched. I, I just looked up. I, I googled DeAndre Aiden getting dunked on. <laughs> There's a compilation. No, no, no. Um, it was just the one from uh the Clippers. Kawhi, oh yeah, dunked on him from an impossible angle. Yeah, and it, like he, he, the, the man is six eleven. He can't freaking jump. <laughs> did uh, did Kawhi cock that shit back and bang it on him? Yeah, actually, he did. In my in the, that's the first of all. Uh, shout out to James James Johnson with the quote, the greatest dunk quote of all time. Talk that shit back and just bang it on. <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, you know, I think you are, that, James look, Johnson. I was in a bar in Woodstock, Ontario, watching that game. I remember exactly where it was because I, I was the only it. one. Like they just had it on. They had they had a couple sports sports um, uh, sports on TV. On different TVs, right? And I just obviously I'm watching the basketball. So James Johnson just destroys this guy. Who's it on? It was a guy in Detroit, and I can't remember. Yeah, it was, um, was it Maxi? No, uh, Maxiel. 
Jason Maxiel. Jason Maxiel. That's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only one in the bar. I stood up and I was like, holy shit. And everyone just looked at me like I had four heads. Yeah. They were like. What? So I just pointed at the screen and then they're like, oh, that's a nice play, I guess. <laughs> they're like, Shh, quiet. We're watching curling. <laughs> shout out to Woodstock, Ontario. And shout out to the Briar. You know, uh, <laughs> nothing like throwing some stones and, and pounding a couple of beers. Yo, let's play word association for a second. I'll say the sport and you got to give me the first name associated with it. Go curling. Curling. Uh, Brad Dushu. <laughs> yo, yo, I said the same thing, bro. That's the first thing. Yo, as soon as you said the word curling, Brad Gushu went into my mind. Well, this is how I, you know I, you're I, a real I, Canadian. I got it. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, also, I, I have a cheat code in that, you know, um, uh, I have uh, family in uh, Newfoundland. So, you know, oh, yeah. I don't say Brad Gushu. If I went, you know, Jennifer Jones or something, then uh, forget it. I'd be, I'd be, I'd, I wouldn't be allowed to go back to the rock. So, yo. Do uh, people in uh, St. John's have um, Brad Gushu posters on the wall? I think they do. I think I actually think <laughs> there's it's, uh, it's he's pro- every night on the on the on the Capitol building. They just pre- they put up his face to just mollify and, and calm the crowds. If you go down George Street, you know it's, it's actually just painted on the. It's just a giant curling rink painted on the on the. Uh, on the... <laughs> I'm gonna get in so much trouble for that. Okay. Uh... <laughs> um. Here's here's the million dollar question, okay? Is this the most? I mean, it's only been you know halfway through the second round, but is this the most interesting playoffs in the last couple of years? Because for me, I'm fascinated. I I have no real idea. I mean, I, you know, I play you know you and I play uh, basketball experts on on the radio, but in real life, I got no idea who's gonna win. It's it's I I love it though. There's a little bit more parity. You know what I mean? P A R I T Y for all you people that can't really understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but yo, uh, it's it's like the NHL this year. You throw a bunch of socks in the dryer and turn it on, and just pick whatever one pops out after. Yeah, yeah. Day. Well, and like like socks in the dryer, you just hope that one of them gets hot. You know? Yeah. That's and one. yo, speaking of getting hot, yes, the Celtics are within two, and Al Horford with stones for legs just. Dunked all over Giannis. <laughs> he just cocked that shit back and banged it on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you love. Sorry, the game's tied. Sorry, yo. This is this is amazing. After the Celtics scored four and a half points in the third quarter, <laughs> four and a half. They got that half point. That rare half point. Uh, that half point. Yeah. Um. Listen, man. I wanna. I wanna wrap up the show quickly. Um. But I do want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the basketball, some basketball adjacent content, a couple of entertainment news where, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you're a big TV movie guy. I'm a big TV movie guy. Um, mm-hmm. Both of our, uh, you know, Multiverse of Madness. We, I saw it on Saturday. You, I saw you on Instagram. You were you were right there opening night. What would you think? I got to do it. Oh, my God. It was really good. Yeah. <clears throat> there yeah, was, like, I mean, legit, some legit, like, should we give away a little bit of spoilers or no? Like not no, real spoilers. No, just we're like, not, we're, we're, that, we'll leave that to the nerd podcasts. True, true, true. But listen, there it was actually scary. I'll put it. I'll put it. I'll yeah, there's it. some. There were some. There were some moments. There were some good jump, jump cut moments. There were some really good, um, some freaky stuff in there. Um, and I gotta say, there was you know not no spoilers, but there's some moments where the crowd was like, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So a couple of good moments. A lot of, a lot of good surprises. If you like the Marvel stuff, I think you're really going to dig that one. Listen, but let's, I'll, not, I'll, 
I'll say this though. I don't think I can look at Elizabeth Olsen the same. Oh, really? I'm terrified of her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. The poster's gonna come down from the shop, eh? Hey. Your your poster of Elizabeth your Elizabeth Olsen poster in the shop. It comes down now. You're not supposed to say about that, man. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Two James is listening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife, no my wife will not appreciate that. Ain't no poster. All right. Um, basketball related. So you, I got, I turned you on to Winning Time. I think you dug it. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing I really, show. I, I they're doing another season, which will be fun. I think that I hope that they go and do the the season of the when Bird and Magic met in the final. I think that's going to be really great. Yeah. Um, a lot of controversy around that one, though, because there were some depictions of apparently the Lakers did not like the depiction of uh, what was going on. In which what regard? So uh, Jerry West apparently is not uh, is very very upset. He he says I'm not a rageaholic. No, he says that as he was screaming into a phone. Um, I heard no, like honestly, like I heard I read the article that uh, you know said Jerry West wants he's going to sue. He wants yeah, to sue. Uh, HBO also came out and said it, but like. I don't. I wasn't watching this. I, literally, I'm not watching this to to for a documentary. I know. I know what this is. If you want to play up some aspects of it, I'm fine with it. It's cool. Yeah, but um, it was. But it was. I thought it was really well done. And then as a result of that, and the success of that, breaking entertainment news because you know, I, I wear two hats. I, I'm a sports guy, but I'm apparently also uh, you know, uh, eTalk host. You know? <laughs> um, they uh, they're. they're there's a another network is doing the Donald Sterling. Um, yeah, and uh, Ed Malloy or no Ed Malloy, that's a ref. Ed O'Neill. Um, Ed O'Neill is going to be uh, Donald Sterling. Yes, but did you hear who's going to play Doc Rivers? Who? Lawrence Motherfucking Fishburne. No way. Yep, and I think I, 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 I can see I, that. I, I don't that. care if he looks like him or sounds like him. I just want to see Lawrence Fishburne play play that uh, uh, a coach. I'm yeah. Here for it. So, I, yeah. I love Lawrence Fishburne as an actor. Yeah, yeah. Morpheus himself, man. That's going to be mm-hmm. awesome. So, you know, if uh, hopefully they'll have, apparently they're hoping to have it out by the end of the year, which is great. I'm here for it. Bring all the, bring, bring it on. I want to see really it. Really cool. Not, you know, you know what we need next, right? What's that? We need a show like Winning Time about the Bad Boy Pistons. I, you and I said, yes, yes, I'm here. Yes, 100%. 100%. And if we want to switch sports, um, I want to see uh, a, a winning time type drama about the relationship between Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and how it's, you know, from not the early relationship, you can flash back to that and whatever, but I want to see like the last two years. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Or along those lines, give me a Terrell Owens biopic. Oh, yeah. This be fucking wild. <laughs> Yeah, but you'd have to do it in the style of like, you know what? I want to see that, but I, it'd have to be like animated because I want to see like all. I want to see the delusions in his head come to come to life. Cartoon. <laughs> oh my god! Or uh, we're about to get sued. <laughs> no, no. Listen, we. I love you, Torello, but some of the things you said were kind of out there. That's my quarterback. Yeah. That's my quarterback. I want to see that play out in like animated form and just watching like. Just melt into a puddle or something. I don't know. Um, I got one more for you. I got one more in, in that style. And I think I think you would dig this. I would honest honestly love to see. Um, and I'm a 
you know, I'm a true Canadian guy, whatever. But I want to see a, a, an honest to goodness depiction of what it was like to be the Edmonton Oilers in the '80s. Oh, because you had so much talent on that team. You had Messier, yeah, Messier, Gretzky, Glenn Anderson, Paul Coffey, Grant Fuhr as a black goalie in the '80s in in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, you got Glenn Sather as a coach who literally chewed cigars on the on the bench. You know, I I think you've got enough characters in there that you could you could really have something interesting because some of the stories that apparently that came out when Gretzky was first coming up, nuts, nuts. Mm-hmm. So uh, I love you know, but again, that's a Canadian thing. I don't know that they would sell in the states, but if they were ever doing one here, if they ever wanted to pump some money up and make a Canadian uh, series, that's one I would love to see. Absolutely. Mustache, I, I, you know, it, uh, mustaches would be fantastic in those 1980, early 80s mustaches. The polyester count would be nice and high. It would just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you mean my lime green neon tracksuit? Oh, yeah. Bring it on. Bring it. Bring it. Um, anybody catching strays this week? Uh, yeah. Well, a couple, well, you know, so I, did you did you watch the F one race yesterday? I did not. So I watched it. Um, it was probably the worst goddamn thing I've ever seen in my life. It was so. For those that don't know, the F one race just happened in Miami yesterday. It was such a gimmick, like just gimmicky and like just flashy and ugh, it's so gaudy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's F one. That's F one in general, but. Well, but you know what's funny though is they put a Euro sheen on it and it looks okay. You're okay with it in like my Well look, when you when you have DJ Khaled on the grid before the race, it's just like uh, uh. Did he did he did he pull out his they said we'd never open up a F one race in Miami. He he fucking one hundred percent did. <laughs> I'm not bullshitting you. No one said that ever. No, he's like uh and then he of course he ended the in, he ended the interview with another one. Another one. Did he did he say all I do is shill, 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 no matter? Yeah, what? probably. But oh, uh, yeah, it was um it was interesting, the actual race, but the whole the whole thing was just a gimmick. But just a gimmick. Just just kinda like just just yeah, class it up. Class yeah. it up. Yeah, the uh Red Bull's really kicking Ferrari's ass, but yeah. well, anyway. Uh I got one too. I got well, I got another one for you. Uh, and that is, uh, and I a shout out to the WNBA, which started this this uh, their season uh, this yeah. this weekend. However, and you know, you and I are both big WNBA fans. Yeah. Love the game, love love uh, love what they do. But why are you starting your game in the middle of the NBA playoffs? Why are you starting? Your, no one's watching. No one's watching. This is the most crowded. Like baseball is starting, hockey is on. Uh, w, I mean, I know hockey isn't as big, but like w, the WNBA starting in the middle of the NBA playoffs, you're not getting eyes on this because it's not like you're like, oh, you know, there's a 12 o'clock game in the NBA. We'll put a WNBA game at, at three and then we'll put a, uh, you know. Uh, I can look, I can games. get, I get what they're trying to do. Like be like, yo, basketball all day. But yo, y'all oh, uh, viewership is not the greatest to begin with. Just wait till the finals are over and then do your season. You know what I'm saying? Listen. They play 22 games in the season, right? Plus playoffs. Right. So hear me out on this. And my proposal, this, you can have it for free, WNBA. Just you bring a team to Toronto and let me have some tickets. That's all I ask. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's all I ask. You start 
your fi- so the, the NBA finals are done by the end of June. July 4th, Independence Day. Boom. Drop some you do drop a triple like Christmas Day for the for the uh, for the NBA. July 4th is or around July 4th is your kickoff. The WNBA starts on in- Independence Day. Bang. You bang out 22 games over July and August where your only competition for 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 eyeballs is baseball. Yeah. And in September you do your fine you do your your playoffs and finals, which leads into October. That's when the NBA starts. Exactly. You and just, you, have, you have constant basketball year-round. You have constant content year-round. And you basically tune it into, like, this is the greatest, you know. you know. I understand when during the Olympic years, that might not work, and you have to maybe move it around. That's fine. But, like, you just started it on a random weekend in May, and it was, I shouldn't say random, but, like, what's so special about the, the, sec, the first weekend in May? That you're gonna get 22 games in, so you're gonna be done. You're gonna be done by July. I think it's mostly scheduling with like the venues and stuff. But again, you you who's booking who's booking July and August? Yeah. Now maybe you're thinking, okay, that's when families are on vacation or whatever. But we don't, you know, it's not like that. People will go to WNBA games when they're on. I'm just saying, I think personally, get it out of the schedule, and then you can hype it. The imagine if the finals was a hype fest for the WNBA season. That's what I'm saying. You can include it. You can, yeah, you can big it up too in there. And yo, you while you're at, at it. At the, at the draft. Yeah. You could big it up at the NBA draft, which is at the end of June. You can be like, all right. And also, here's a team preview for the, the Liberty. Mm-hmm. The, the Las Vegas Aces. And while you're at it, find a way to bring uh, Brittany Griner back. Yeah. And why, yeah, and uh, you know, go get Britney. Like, do you ever? There, I saw this movie called Spy Game with Brad Pitt and um, uh, Robert Redford. Yeah, basically, it's Robert. You've seen this movie? Yeah, I've. Uh, I think so. Good movie. Like really Robert good. Redford's like training Brad Pitt or something. Yeah, he he trains him, and then he has to go back and get him and whatever. But yeah, vaguely, vaguely. Spoiler I alert from a movie that came out in like two thousand two. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, this is the thing. We're gonna. They, he spends all this money, and they basically they cause a blackout, and they just get him out of prison in China. Are you telling me we can't cause a blackout in 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 Russia? <laughs> I think I think anybody could cause cause a blackout in Russia. What I'm saying is, I mean, basically, I think in the plot point was that they had to pay like two hundred thousand dollars to bribe an official to turn the to turn the, the power off in around the prison. That give me China. look. Give me a handle of vodka and a pack of Russian cigarettes, I'll get it done for free. But this is what I'm saying, right? Like, right now with the sanctions, you can go to those power works and be like, listen, I will get you legit McDonald's. You know, really? I, will, I will get you a week's worth of Happy Meals. Really? And they'll, be like, they'll be like, we'll turn it off for a month. You're good. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Get Brittany Grinder back. But hey, one more thing before we go. Yes, wrap it up, my friend. I'll leave it to you. Last word. What? Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, listen. Um, they really, really should have thought long and hard about that that trade to get um uh Mark Andre Fleury. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota gave up a, a first round pick and some some guys. We have a couple of guys, and you could have had a first round pick. Look, I don't want to put all the blame on Jack Campbell, but 
look, when you see William Elander stopping, like he, he just hits the brakes and doesn't chase the puck that's dumped in. Yeah. And he's ahead of his man too, and he just slowed down. I'm like, please, please, God, are we not mentally collapsing? Please. Yeah. No, I, I listen, and it's not all on Campbell. It's not. No. No. But- you need, but Campbell, the thing is, no, no, we're now you're into our, 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 our you're, you're blowing our, 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 our summer po- series podcast, which of course is, oh, you know, a Leafs podcast. Ugh. Ugh. That's the, that's the title of our Leafs podcast. Um, but legitimately, and this is the thing with all, with all athletes, is they are on such a pressure and under such pressure and such an edge that if they can't keep that edge, then they fall off of it. It's really hard to get back. And Campbell yeah. is is a really good physical like goalie. He's good. At, he's he's a good player. But his mental game is starting to you know rock a little bit. And if he gets rocked, this team is done because you ain't winning with with Shalgren. You're just not. No. And uh, and the thing is, uh, shout out to Tampa Bay Lightning because you know you're not getting this is this is a seven game series. This is what this is. This is. It's going to go seven games if you in, in, to beat the champs. And if you want to beat the champs, you got to beat the champs. And you didn't do that the last game. You just did. They came in and they were like a minute in. They were already up, and it's like, well, this game's over. Not because they at least can't come back from one nothing, but because if you're giving up that good a chance one minute in, you're not mentally dialed in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yeah, you're not dialed in. You know, I'm I'm really glad they won Game Three because Game Two it was. A shit show. They were so aggressive, and then just fell off a cliff. Yeah, after the first period. Well, you know the the nice thing about the 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 playoffs is you always get a you, know, you give it a day, and then you're back at it. So you get another chance for redemption. Yeah. Speaking of redemption, we'll do our best to redeem ourselves uh, next week. We're gonna have some fun. Um, we'll talk about the playoffs, but I, I you know I got a I got a little trick up uh, our sleeves, and I, I haven't told Brandon about it yet, so I'm gonna I'll hold off oh. and tell them in private. Oh. A little trick up our sleeves for us. Listen, if it's the police, whatever it is, I didn't do it. <laughs> it wasn't me. It wasn't me. Brandon, thanks so much. I know uh, I know today was a long day, so I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you. It's all good. It's all good. All right, man. We'll, uh, we'll talk. Yeah, bro. Take it easy. Well, that's the show for this week. We really did hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Brandon for jumping on late and talking about all things, including the Leafs, uh, which is great. We have uh, all kinds of fun shows coming up, so please stick with us throughout the playoffs. If you like the show, please like, share, subscribe, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify is a great spot for that. Uh, As always, we say uh, two things, and which is, of course, go to change.org and find the petition. Let's keep the pressure to bring Brittany Griner home. She's still not home. It's been months. We need to make sure she's safe. Uh, and of course, you can uh, redcross.org for Ukrainian relief. Uh, we'll be back next week with more great talk. And we'll talk to you then. <laughs>